All right, you ready to do this? Yeah. Okay, I got an intro. Okay, sweet. Spoiler alert! Here is this week's show show with Sweets and Slaney. We have some ground to cover, you and I. <laughs> Honestly, like, surely the biggest of life events to conglomerate all at once. Yes. Are we going to hit on all of them? Yeah, we can hit on all. Okay, that sounds good. Gosh, and one that fun. you don't know yet. Oh, what a tease. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Hang on, my volume is all. Fucky. How's that? Is that better? Is uh, that loud in your ears? It's a little loud, but it's okay. Okay. L- uh that's Better? good that's good there yeah okay yeah, yeah nice all right cool i guess i forgot how to podcast that's right how, how long have we been off for uh close to a month wow yeah yeah well i uploaded a episode right, after I, your i didn't even ask you about after it, your award win yeah i had this like little promo week i did a panel interview and then i was at the nova scotia book awards uh and so I kind of stripped just the Colin Swedes parts right. uh, from both of those events and turned them into a podcast just nice. so that people would hear it. Sweet. And you, so did you like have an acceptance speech and everything? Was it oh, like, yeah. a tr- it was a real, it, it was a real award show. It was like, wow. Well, and like, I've never been to anything like that. I, I guess I knew on some level that there was going to be an acceptance speech. Yeah. But nobody told me. Okay. And so I think, all, first of all, to be very clear and not at all immodest, um, or not at all modest, I genuinely did not think I was going to win right. either award, much less that one. Wait, there were two awards? I was nominated for two things, yeah. Okay, nice. For the, the New Book Award and also the Dartmouth Book Award. I thought if I had a chance at one, it was the latter. Right. But I didn't even think I had a chance at that one. Um, and so when I got there and they did... My category, but the nonfiction half of the category first. Yeah. And this woman got up and she spoke very beautifully and sensitively. Like the book that she wrote was about her experience with miscarriage because it was nonfiction. Oh okay. It was really heavy subject matter and it was an emotional and, and eloquent speech. I'm sitting there thinking, well, good thing I'm not going to win this one because I'd hate to follow this speech right. with a gee whiz, my book about... <laughs> Bank robbers is, you guys liked it, really? <laughs> Zoinks, guys. Yeah. Uh, and then that's exactly what happened. And I was shocked. Like, I'm, you know, I'm very nervous talking in front sure. of people, but i usually very good at hiding it. Yeah. Um, did not hide it very well. I was like clearly kind of shaken. The nominees for the 2022 Margaret and John Savage First Book Award for Fiction are Alexandra Harrington for The Last Time I Saw Her, published by Nimbus. C.S. Porter for Beneath Her Skin, also published by Nimbus, and Colin Sweets Arsenal for Short Mercy, published by Pottersfield Press. And the winner of the 2022 Margaret and John Savage First Book Award for Fiction is Colin Sweets Arsenal, Short Mercy, Pottersfield Press. Uh, yeah, I didn't prepare any remarks, which speaks to my expectations. Um, congratulations to my fellow nominees. Uh, I'm tremendously honored to be in the same conversation as brilliant writers, remarkable creators such as them. 
Uh, I want to I want to thank Pottersfield Press, uh, Leslie Choice, who made my dream come true, um, Peggy Amaro, and Julia Swan, who helped me make the book a lot better. Um, Becky Tucker, who helped me make the book a lot better. Uh, she read it first. She gave me notes. Uh, she also agreed to marry me next Saturday. Uh, um, uh, I'm at a loss for words. Thank you very much. Thank you. I wasn't sure if like it was one of those things where like other people were like, no, 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 you seem fine. Well, like what did Becky say? I mean, sure. It was. Yeah. She just said that I was shocked, which I genuinely was. And I got this like really this huge roll of five hundred gold stickers to stick on the books. No way. Yeah, which could move uh, units. That's potentially. sweet. So that that felt very validating. It was it was very cool and and unexpected. And and I, I feel I, I've certainly run out of excuses to uh, uh, to continue questioning whether or not I'm a real yeah for real sure writer. So. Yeah, that was one of the life events. Award-winning. That yes. was one of them. Um, you go. Okay. Uh, I graduated from our uh, career recruit training for yeah. firefighting. I love your, I love the the class picture, and you're in your cap. And yeah. Two of the folks have like big axes yeah. in the middle. It's like yeah. so official and 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 uh, esteemed. And you know what we had to do? What's that? We had to do a little marching. Oh sure. Which we didn't really have to, but a guy in our class, uh, like our one of our instructors, was in, in the military, so we kind of like did, held it all together. We had to do a salute. So there must have been choreography. You must have had to practice. Yeah, your we, rhythm. We, and we stuff. practiced this like the day before. Sweet. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Um, and uh, yeah, so we did that. Yeah, some uh, some good pictures out of that. They gave us our our certificate and also our helmet that we'll be using. So it's like oh, a gee. cool like. Because like on the training grounds, we have like an orange helmet the whole time, but then you get your like issued black helmet with like your name on it. Oh, it's the, black. Yeah, black with like oh. a yellow stripe. So you own all the gear now because you're a firefighter. Yep. Um, excuse me. Is that the term? We don't say fireman. No, we say firefighter. Firefighter. Okay. Yep. So you got it all and you could <laughs> go fight a fire right now if you had to. Yeah, if I had my gear on me, which I don't right now. No, yeah, you're in. You're not in any <laughs> yeah, kind of not, shape. Yeah, not able to. <laughs> Short sleeves. Yeah. Well, congratulations, buddy. Thanks, man. I was really proud of you. I was really excited to see oh, those photos. Thanks for saying that. Um, and you've done shifts and stuff. I don't mean yeah, I've been, fires. I've been working this week. Yeah. Uh, it's slow week, so uh, uh, haven't uh, haven't really done a whole lot outside of the station yet. But mm -hmm. you know, just like training in the station and. What kind learning. of emergencies could you be called to that are not fire related? Medical, cardiac arrests, mm. MVAs, um, people stuck in stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, now there's like some specialized stations, like that would be like confined space or uh, or like rope access. Um, but uh. certainly, if it's close to us, we'll we'll get the call and we'll go to it. And then if we need kind of backup, we'll call those specialized peeps. Gotcha. Yeah. That's what they're called, specialized peeps. That's what they call them, the I think. the official term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they took a class photo, too, the specialized Clearly. peeps. It's so funny. When I talk to people, I feel like I know exactly what I'm talking about, and it's all good. But then as soon as I'm in front of, like, a firefighter who's been a firefighter for more than a week, I'm yeah. like, eh, is that the people that do the duh? <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's so past A to them, too. Right. You're still, like, a, a giddy... Yeah. kid on the block yeah it's true so i got married that was my, that's yes. my next one it was a huge one yeah it was awesome to go to your wedding your wedding was beautiful 
my wedding was really great mm -hmm. yeah it was really perfect we i don't know if you experienced this but we just kind of existed in this haze for at least a week afterward where we and we still can't believe that it was like 12 days ago right it's shocking to me yeah because uh, i do remember it uh crystally clear um and you know just like this like emotional kind of uh uh wake of of bliss and 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 exhaustion too like the next yeah. day we were at this incredible house on the south shore and uh the next day we woke up and our wedding party helped us clean the place nice. and that was incredibly helpful but then we had it until like four o'clock in the afternoon oh but amazing everybody else was gone uh by 11 30 and so it was just becky and i in this huge house which suddenly felt very palatial and quiet right and oh that's so nice it was nice but we had so much adrenaline coming down and we were it's weird isn't it really really weird really weird and we kind of puttered around and we like moved things around and tidied up a little bit but there wasn't that much to do mm -hmm. and i think we both had i don't want to say a sadness but there was kind of like yeah there's a bit of a like uh, oh it's done yeah, yeah yeah it's sort of like a, a melancholic tiredness right but it was all good and then we were like gearing up ready to go and becky went to the bathroom one more time and i just sat in the living room there's this like big church pew that looks out over the water and she came out of the bathroom and just found me like weeping no just, way I, was just, I just like looked at the water just started crying and i don't know what that was i don't know if it was i don't want it to be over or if it's just geez sure. i've had a whole lot of emotions for the last uh, 48 yeah. hours and i guess yeah. i don't know where to store all that right but, that's true and um, then if you were like slightly hung over i wasn't also... i had three oh, three <laughs> drinks all day no way and not for a lack of trying by yeah. the way i had like a whiskey when we were like suiting up and then I put it down and walked away from it for four hours. I did rediscover it later. Okay. I had wine with dinner. I'm not sure I finished that one either. And I did have a beer when we had a little fire crackling Whoa. like around midnight. But yeah. like it was hard to enjoy a full drink. Really? Mm hmm I did not have that issue at my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was getting... And I wasn't very good at uh, quelling this, although our wedding party was very good at enforcing it when possible. I was getting pulled in directions. Yeah. And I should have I should have been better about saying I can't deal with this right now. That's yeah. not my uh, take it to someone it's, else. It is tough yeah. when you're also kind of the director. Yeah. Like, hey, what should we do with that? And I guess I was kind of the director. I mean, Becky was really the she had invented the timeline, although for a lot of the day she was incredibly occupied. Right. And so there was like a putting it together yeah. challenge for for the men, but as stressed as I can get, I didn't really get stressed nice oh that's amazing yeah sounds like exactly what you wanted yeah that's exactly what i wanted that's great yeah and that was just a few days after the book awards and so the whole thing like right. i said just a fever dream and you did like a mini moon somewhere yeah and so that was kind of part of the, the oh wonderful I, I, wake not to not to interject but i also meant to mention it was great that everyone at your wedding was able to say that you were an award-winning author i know like that happened a couple rounds times. of applause yeah and it was embarrassing for me but also how can i not appreciate sure yeah, yeah it was great people are incredibly sweet um we went to this um i'll give them a plug they're called shack up cabin and they have these like cabins on instagram in the woods on the south shore okay and uh it was just really like amazing and like i've always kind of imagined cottages as being by the water but that it was like in the woods was very very cool and one of the mm. draws of this place is a wood fire hot tub do you know what that oh, is oh so it's like yeah well it's heated by the wood fire yeah so there's like I, no I don't chemicals really know how that thing. works but i'll tell you okay it's right by this like rushing brook because there had just been all this rain and they, yeah. they fill this big cedar box essentially or a teak box 
with river water okay no chemicals right and also in the in the box in the hot tub there's this like partition on the other side of the partition also in the water is this huge iron stove that's top loading and just the top you know five percent of the stove is the lid and the whole stove is in the water and so you open up the lid and inside you create a fire and as the stove heats up so too does the water which takes a little while and then inevitably you get the water way too hot and you have to wait 12 hours to actually get in so the stove is underwater but there's a part that's above water yes the lid is just it's just above the water that's crazy it's so cool and we just didn't have enough instruction and we ended up making the water like 200 degrees yeah and so i was gonna ask how do you how would you ever prevent that yeah i think i think it takes a little bit of finesse but we figured it out the next day, uh, it was still too hot in the morning, like after the fire had burned out. Okay. Crazy. I like, couldn't put my feet. And there's something like very vulnerable about like sitting there in the woods. Yeah. Like and the, the water's too hot for your toesies. Being a boil for a boiled frog. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, maybe we could just throw a chicken in there. and We had just like a series of speed bumps on that trip that still couldn't get us down. Right. Because uh, we were so happy. Like Becky tripped going up the stairs and she like really whacked her shin really she ate still, it she ate shit and she still has like a goose egg on her on her leg it turned oh. all black and blue and we couldn't get the wi-fi to work so we had to call the uh airbnb host to come out and like replace the modem whoa which maybe i could have been convinced to like go without wi-fi at this place but there was no cell service and so it felt like a safety right. hazard. yeah yeah totally <laughs> and we paid to be there sure um and and it says wi-fi on the thing right like, if it didn't say wi-fi then you're whatever in the but. morning when the hot tub was still too hot to get in uh we decided to take a trip to bridgewater so we drove to bridgewater and then on our way back i wanted to stop at this local independent bookstore okay. called lahave river books which cool. i did end up getting to and it's a very sweet bookstore nice um but becky and i have a history of getting really boned by google maps on the south shore sure it happened yeah. going to our wedding venue the first time it happened we were coming back from the shore club mm-hmm. and we didn't know how to get back on the 103 and it took us down a place called old rock road Never oh, turn down Old Rock Don't Road. Don't go to Old Rock it, Road. It's, it's the woods. It was <laughs> very scary, and I thought my car was going to break down in there. I think there was another time, too, uh, recently coming back from my bachelor party. Ross and I got lost. Anyway, maps wow. are really bad on the South Shore. Yeah, it's tough to trust those. And so we were going to Lahave River Books, and we took a turn onto Old Massey Road. Okay. This is, this is another cautionary tale. And it's a gravel road, and I'm already kind of questionable but whatever i'm in like blissful newlyweddom sure and uh i assume that the gravel is going to like feed back out onto a main road and as we're going further down old massey road the trees are enclosing and the houses are kind of dissipating and it's getting darker and more woodland-esque and then there's also like cars broken down on the side of the road and then it's very clear that we're in like a junkyard and I can hear the deliverance banjo in the distance. Yeah. And we're driving behind a dump truck. And I'm thinking, and the road is really rough and it's not like a road at all. Okay. And we're half laughing because this is a yet another chapter in our ongoing experience. <laughs> right. And also I'm kind of freaked out by this because it's really creepy. There's like, it feels murdery in here. Right. And so uh, we continue going thinking that hopefully, hopefully it's going to feed back out onto onto the main drag. But then... Siri says arrived and we're in the fucking woods. Oh, that's happened to me before. <laughs> I was in I was so infuriated. I and, certainly have not arrived. And the dump truck ahead of us gets a chance to kind of like pull over uh-huh. and we keep going and then he gets behind us 
and he leans on the horn like oh. Oh, for like a solid 60 seconds not like Whoa. Beep, beep, beep stop don't go in there he's like leaning on it and i'm like well what the hell am i supposed to do i just have to keep going Could you turn around it's or? a one-way street yeah street it's a one-way path and so um he follows me into what turns out to be a dead end clearing okay. surrounded by mounds of dirt and garbage okay so this is like the bottleneck of it's where you go to die his junkyard and for sure this is where you go to die um and so I turn around the car to face him and he's flailing his arms Whoa. and he's seething in the teeth. Oh, no. He's like an older man. He's way high up and he's in a loud giant dump truck. And yeah. so I pull up a little bit closer. I roll down my window. Um, I don't turn off the car and he's still like hollering at me. And I signal, you have to turn off your dump truck. I can't hear a word you're saying. Yeah. And he does. And he shouts, what the fuck are you doing in here? And there's drool hanging from his no mouth. No way. It's not an exaggeration. That's truly what he what sounded like. What gives anyone any right to be so upset? Thank you so much. Like, Thank you so much for saying that. Because yeah. that's exactly how we felt. But And I can be confrontational when someone's rude to me. Yeah. Although I'm definitely on his property. Sure. And I guess I've made a mistake. Yeah. Although I don't totally take... Doesn't matter. Um, and also I'm immediately very afraid of him. I'm, yeah. I'm very f scared of him. Sure. Um, and so I say... I'm so sorry. We were using a GPS and I think it took us the wrong way. We just want to get out of here. And he's not listening to me. He just keeps saying, didn't you see the sign? This is private property. How dare you come in here? What the fuck's the matter with you? And he's like, Whoa. he's shrieking at what? us. And with every word, we're more frightened. And what I didn't mention is that when he followed us in, he has now blocked off the only way in or out with his dump truck. Right. And so I'm saying to him, look, I don't want to be here either. Like, yeah, yeah. please understand. Is if you like pull a little bit ahead, I'm gone immediately. Yeah. This was a mistake. I I'm sorry. And yeah. he just is not seem like seeming to compute that after what felt like an eternity of him just screaming at us. And by the way, knowing that this happens, like he he yeah. he says at one point, didn't you see the sign that says this isn't old Massey Road? And like, I didn't argue with him, but I'm like, you know that this is a problem. So take right. it out to somebody else or yeah, put up yeah. a fucking chain or something. Right. Eventually, he he pulls ahead and we get out. And I'm like really afraid that the car is going to break down on his road. Right. Um, and then you're... And, uh, and it, it doesn't, but we were fully rattled for like an hour. Oh, my God. And when we got back, the hot tub was finally ready for us. <laughs> we just drank in the hot tub. <laughs> Man, yeah, that's a stressful situation. Truly one of two things happens in there, or he thinks happens in there. He is getting looted by some people in a Toyota Matrix. Right, like a, a, a new new husband and wife. At, Not at that he knew that junkyard. you were new, but like... Um, or he does kill people there. <laughs> right. Or he's just, so, he's got nothing else to do. That's it. He just is so, so lonely and pathetic and it, sad it, it, and angry and yeah. hates people. And he seemed to take this as some kind of a threat. Hates people. It's going to put him behind on the deadline that he had. That's right. That's rough. So that was uh, one of my life events. Do you have any more? That you <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for the lead in. Uh, Jen and I having a baby yeah you are yeah that's so good we're having a baby due date december 1st mm -hmm. and we found out on friday after i graduated little baby girl hey that's it, the new news yeah that's the new news oh wow yeah. i love that for you yeah i, I think yeah, i do great. too yeah i'm pumped about it nice yeah congrats thanks man does that make it realer it does yeah and jen's like starting to grow a little bit too mm -hmm. and like you know the the tests were were good the sort of like in Vitae test that also revealed the the gender and mm. and or the I don't know, 
Yeah. You know the, what the I sex. mean. You know yeah. what I mean. I do. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry for sounding exasperated by that, but I just heard a story of my friend saying the doctor was like, well, actually, you're asking about... And he oh, was gosh. like, oh... You know what I meant, man. Yeah. Like, Let's just apply a little context to this sure. important moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't bring me down now. Right. Um, so, yeah, the tests were all good, mm-hmm. and they were, like, negative. for, And she's got her first uh, first um, ultrasound in, like, a few weeks. That's or at 20, week 17 or 18, 20. is it? It's a 20, okay. Because yeah. I have another friend who I found out within two hours of finding out about your baby they're also having a baby. Yes. And uh, and so that's very cool. And it's like roughly the same due date, if not like off by like one day or it's something. It's the same day, I think. That's freaking incredible. We, we found yeah. out at the table. I don't yeah. know if you heard us talking about it. I don't think I missed it. Oh, yeah, we yeah. were so fired up about it. I was yeah. like, all right, see you at the hospital. <laughs> I, I knew about it because yeah. um, I found out about it in the same time. Anyway, um, they, not to give too much away about it, but I, they, they know about the gender because of a blood test, which I found fascinating, that they yes. were able to like extract her blood, yep. and it has the chromosomes of the child they're going to exactly. have. Exactly, that's amazing. We did so. That's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. And so it's not anymore like looking at a black and white screen. No, to, to for like specific pieces. No, I th- well, I think that's like you can still do that version. Sure, but that would be at week twenty when you get the ultrasound. Yes, gotcha. Yeah, so you can find out earlier, and it's like it used to be like thousands of dollars to find out, and I think now it's like a hundred bucks. Yeah, what, <laughs> they're what like silly. Bucks. How about a hundred silly bucks? thing to charge for? And well, the, the thing is, there's been kind of a. I think they actually were like, like federally mandated to charge a certain price because it's also it's testing for like, like chromosomal issues and stuff. So it's like, well, you can't. People will pay any price for that. So yep. you can't like mark that. It's like uh, kind of a pharmaceutical style argument, I guess. Right. But if healthcare is supposed to be subsidized you, and, and it's for health reasons, shouldn't that not be a financial worry for new parents? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, I didn't mean to make it political. Hey, I'm, I'm down to go there. <laughs> Should I talk about the celebrities living next door? Yes. I would love to hear Am more I, about is it. Is it really uncool of me to say it and then put it on the internet? Because no. I, I haven't told anyone else. I certainly haven't gone on the radio I mean, and talked I, about it. I don't think it's uncool. I don't think like anyone that listens to this knows exactly where you live. Except for and... the people who I will tell anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. And also probably, probably they're gone or they're going to be gone I think like, tomorrow or something. I feel like they're gone. Yeah. So, I feel like a new crowd moved in. It is it is two of the lead actors from the TV show This Is Us, which I've watched every episode of. <laughs> yes, little do they know. Yeah, and one of them is the, the breakout star, Sterling K. Brown, who's like an A-list TV star. Yes. SNL host. Right. Two-time Emmy winner. Yeah. Living in the basement apartment of the Airbnb that is on my street. The basement apartment. Yeah. So there's a there's an apartment upstairs as well. Yeah, there's three units else. actually, and I initially thought that maybe they were occupying all three because okay. there was this like beefy guy on the back deck. Yeah. The first night we heard about it, he was just kind of sitting there by himself, and I thought this guy's security, and so he's sitting on the upper deck, which is frankly in the bigger, better unit. But maybe they figure they have a little bit more shelter and privacy downstairs. downstairs. And there's like kids and i recognize kids names and there's dogs and like i'm not really sure what's going kids on names. yeah i had to do some google and it was sure. real creepy yeah and then so and we really are trying to like not be uh shady or, or or disruptive and in fact i have not seen either one of these famous men um but neighbors have met them and uh, oh really oh yeah tracks yeah neighbors have met them oh yeah that's I, how i know about it so they were like hey yeah this guy you know a neighbor of mine who is not really like pop culturally in tuned at all 
he said, so it's actors living next door right now. <laughs> And I just assume that means like, oh, you mean like a, like a carnival troupe? Right. Like, I don't think yeah, you yeah. mean. What do you mean? Like very famous people, right? Oscar bound people. No. Um, he says, yeah, no, the guy from Black Panther and the O.J. Simpson show. And I'm like, who the hell is that? And I'm still just like thinking that. he means yeah. like a, like a day player or something. Right. And then he looks up the name, and I'm like, holy shit! Right. Yeah. Weren't you saying they were like playing badminton yep, in the, the backyard all day? Yeah. Okay, the kids were. Yeah, in the evening, yeah. So you haven't seen him out This there is the thing. The like... famous people are laying real low. And they're on my street very intentionally. That's the only reason I can imagine they decided not to stay downtown Halifax. Is right. So that people wouldn't gawk. But they did pick an Airbnb right next door to the media. <laughs> the one who was uh, a huge This Is Us head. Loved their slash. show. Like they couldn't have found yeah. a bigger fan. Right. That's amazing. Right. What, what are they doing? There's a show taping. I oh, think, there, okay. I think the other guy, I think he just um, maybe is a bud who flew in for a day or two. Got it. Father's Day or something. I don't know. Got it. Yeah. There is a, um, a firefighter who's one of our instructors who looks exactly like Rob Lowe. Wow. And he, yeah. Isn't there a firefighter Rob Lowe show? There is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Lone Star 911. Right. So... I finally broke down at like our grad party, which he was at. And I was like, you know, I, I know you get it all the time. And I, I held off through the entire course, but you, you must realize you look like Rob Lowe. Right. And he was like, a lot of people tell me that. And Those I was like, are okay. kind words. Uh, yeah. I was like, there's definitely a worse person to be yeah. you know, associated with all the time. And he was like, yeah, you know, what's funny is, uh, I actually got called. He did a couple movies here yeah, and he did. I actually got called to, be his stand-in Hilarious. on the movie. Oh I was God. like, are you actually serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, I was like, so did you meet him? He's like, no, because the thing, if, if you're a stand-in actor, you're there when they're not. He's not there, yeah. And he was like, but I was running a sea kayaking business at the time, and when I went to be his stand-in, he went to paddle at, at his, my sea kayak, oh, at my business. Sucks. And he was like, and like my staff got like the people that were running it at the time got like pictures with him. And, oh. uh, yeah, he's like that's so, the that's greatest kind of story, story ever about somebody not meeting a not famous meeting person. <laughs> I know. I thought that was such a cool little like. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's that's really great. So you're not kidding. He if he professionally looks like Rob Lowe, that's yeah. Amazing. I can't find good pictures of him. Like I, I wish he had like an Instagram or something where right. I'd be able to show you, but I, he doesn't. Uh, similar generation look alike, and this is a good segue into uh, TV talk. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody pointed out that. The dude who plays Eddie on Stranger Things 4 yes. looks a lot like young Robert Downey Jr. And now it's all I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I heard that at one point too. And mm -hmm. it, it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's really solid. And he's so charismatic yeah. and good. Yeah. Did you finish all those, by the way? Yes, we did. Yeah, because the the final two episodes, which are long. Just two episodes. That's two, it. But they're two-hour episodes. Okay. So they're longer even than this season has been so far. Four it's hours. Big, like, mega season finale. They come out next Friday. That's so crazy. Which I love. I, I really like the season. I thought at times... I did too. I thought at times it was kind of bloated, maybe with characters. You know what's funny, though, is, like, Finn Wolf's, Wolfhard's character and Will are nowhere to be found for 90% of the season. The last episode, they do not appear. They don't appear. Jonathan either. Right. They really, really bench Finn Wolfhard, which is surprising because he kind of seemed like he was the... It, to Lead? it totally made me go like, oh, wow, is this guy like a huge jerk on set or something? Did they yeah. like intentionally try I don't to know. Like lead him out? Well, and that's, 
one of the problems I have with the season is that they've really splintered the cast. Yeah. They, they've kind of stripped away some of the great um, chemistry. Right. In particular, like isolating Millie Bobby Brown. Right. In that lab for the, like the whole last half of the season. And it seems really strange that like Winona Ryder and Brett Gelman just like took off to Russia yeah. without like any sort of supervision at all. It's just like, right. See you kids. But until now we've had no opportunity for Hopper to have any chemistry with anybody else. Right. And yes. I was thinking that about Hopper too. I'm like, man, it really sucks that he had to film in like Siberia for all this time while everyone was just in LA. And so I guess the finale is going to bring everybody back into the one place because now we've learned that everything that is connected sense. through through Vecna. Are we okay to spoil it? People have watched it, I right? think so, yeah. Um, see, all through the season, I'm thinking Matthew Modine is Vecna. And I'm thinking, oh, on one hand, maybe I'm awesome and way ahead of this. And yeah. on the other hand, real bummer that I clued into this like so, so early soon. on. It seemed so obvious to me. And so when that wasn't true and it was the other dude, that was actually kind of satisfying. It was satisfying. I didn't see it going there at all. And the I twist that I he's the son of the of the dude from the fifties. Yeah, it's kind of funny that like he created the world mm. of this this sort of like yeah the the sort of spin off world, the upside down essentially. Well, is it the same upside down? It looks like. I it. guess it is because they kind of imply that everything that's been happening in Hawkins is all because is of related this. to that yeah. incident. That yeah. Um. So yeah, I was I was a fan. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good. It doesn't feel like Hawkins either. Like there's yeah. something about it. Like I liked it. I was excited to watch it. I love the length of the episodes. Right. For some reason, I find them all. Yeah, I was fine to watch. They're the really thing. eventized to yeah. put on a, a Stranger Things, but I really hope it kind of comes back to some of its roots in, yeah. the, in the final. Yeah. Barry. Yes. I watched it all. Yeah. yeah you did too. too. Oh, yeah. How do you like, let's spoil it. Let's just talk about it. Okay. Barry gets caught. Yeah. He gets caught in such a cool way. Yeah, and he gets stung. Yeah, he gets stung. He was flying off the handle the entire season. Everything yeah. was falling apart. And it seemed like things were falling apart 45 times in that episode alone. Yeah. With like his former buddy like stopping him from doing it. Yeah. And Barry, after saying this is the last time, like a million times. Immediately goes to kill Janice's dad. Right. Immediately goes in there. I guess to protect Kusino, although it's just a setup. <sighs> Was he? He just went because he got a call from Kuzino. I think was the yeah. But he shows up and Kuzino's got the gun, which right. is all part of the the plan. Right. And he's basically like, "You can't go in there and kill him. Right. Just wait here. I'll take care of this." Do you think he gets out on like entrapment? Oh no! I think they're doing. I think they're going to put him in jail. Yeah. So yeah. what is the the next? Is the next season the last season? Not necessarily. That's so crazy yeah. to me. I mean, I heard him on a podcast with Sean Fennessy and Sean said the same thing I said, which is that if they wanted to, this could be the finale. Yeah. Because all the characters, they all have sad endings. Right. But it could, like, even Sally goes back to Joplin. Like, that's right. a sad ending for her. Yeah. But it is an ending for her. Right. And Bill really disagreed. It hadn't even occurred to him. He's like, no way can this be the end. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, like, do you intend for this to have a happy ending, sir? It, yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's impossible. It's impossible. Point. Yeah. And and I love Bill Simmons was like, I really thought that Barry was going to be about him finding his way into like SNL. And like, <laughs> it's not about him like, being an actor at all. He, anymore. No, it's not. No, no. It's about him being a deranged human. Oh, he was so off the handle this season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and the whole uh the motorcycle episode was probably like mm. that you know how like every season i think barry wants to have that like one 
or Bill Hader wants to have that like one big episode. Like the one with the little girl who yes. was also a spider. I felt like that was the, the motorcycle episode. Yeah, I think so too. Just like cruising around. That was incredible cinema. Like it was amazing. driving between like along that lane, yeah. that half lane. Incredible. Yeah, he's, yeah. It's very, very cool. He's a great artist. Yeah. How but, awesome is that? But it's a drag. It's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. It was not the happy season. There were like moments of levity but those were really brief this season. really interesting season for noho hank too who was not yeah not really funny he ended on a sad note really sad yeah i mean he has some of his like charm and he does a silly voice and stuff yeah. so he's like inherently funnier than most characters on the show but even he was like full of a lot of sadness and grief in this season i think the whole like torture chamber thing was supposed to be bizarrely funny when they eventually brought yeah. in like a we didn't know if it was like a tiger or bear or a lion or something right but uh, yeah, I think the fact that you could just hear what was happening and know how Hank was like trying to figure it out while freaking know how Hank. What else did I watch? I watched some movies. Oh, okay. I, I figured you probably watched The Hustle. Yes, we did watch Hustle. I watched that at the cabin. Oh, what'd you think of it? I thought it was fine if kind of weirdly paced and a little long. Yeah, I thought, that I thought so too. The ending kind of just came out of nowhere. Yeah, th it was weirdly paced. Yeah. Like it felt like they were kind of hitting the same beats a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I like it. That guy actually played for the Celtics for a little bit. He was pretty good. Wancho, uh, yeah. Is Hernandez. he, is he not like a, a, like a pretty successful baller or is he just, I mean, he is in the sense that he's in the NBA he is, yeah. uh, and he plays for Denver now, I think, but he, no, he's not like a, he's not like an all-star or anything. Gotcha. He's just like kind of a, like a bench contributor. Maybe the movie wouldn't have worked if he was an all-star, if he was like a famous ball player. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know how they landed on him. He's a good actor. Maybe they auditioned yeah, maybe some had, guys. Maybe he had acting chops. And, yeah. And, and maybe they wanted a story where someone was like kind of from away. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. They definitely overseas. wanted that. Yeah. I, I figure they probably pulled like five guys and said, read this monologue. Yeah. What do you think? Maybe. And then there's all kinds of other cameos from people you would know better than me. Totally. Yeah. There's a bunch of NBA players and coaches. And um, so it was fun to watch for that. And, yeah. uh, and Kenny the Jet Smith plays his... Uh, his buddy in and it was good yeah it was good. It was good. That, that was the first night we were at the cabin the second night we watched in spite of ourselves dear evan hansen oh dude it is atrocious really yes it's abysmal really yeah have you did you know much about it going into it actually no 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 not really i knew some of the songs because i'm like kind of half tuned into that world um and i guess i knew like the core premise of it and i knew that the popular opinion was that it doesn't really translate well to cinema right and it doesn't but sometimes it's fun to watch these movies yeah and, sure. and just like not have any pressure to enjoy them or if it's cats it's so fucking ridiculous yeah that you can just kind of 50 shades of gray i've laughed through right this movie was joyless oh is it like sad sure i mean it's just all about teen suicide oh yeah yeah i forgot what it was about there for a second yep that's and he's brutal. also a 30-year-old man playing a high schooler, right. which is completely people, preposterous. People didn't love that. It just doesn't work. What's his name again? Uh, ben Platt. Ben Platt. Yeah. Right. I thought you meant Evan Hansen. Um, <laughs> Dear who? Uh, Amy Adams is in it. And I read on Reddit, a lot of people thought that she is like the only saving grace in the movie. I actually think that she's terrible in it. She did not save anything. Amy Adams is like a very good actor who is often not very good at all to me. I think right. that like she makes a lot of terrible choices. I thought Caitlin Deaver was okay. I thought Julianne Moore was not good, which is like oh, another shocking big, thing. Big names. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the only big names, I think. Yeah. Um, 
It was joyless. Damn. It was terrible. Well, hey, what did you think of Obi-Wan? Because that's done now. Did you finish it? I finished it last Can night. Can we spoil that too? Yeah, I think it's fine. Actually, I think it's not that spoilable. Pretty much everything in it is... Right. It's a very predictable show, <laughs> yeah. though Though a whole lot of fun to watch. Right. The one thing that I would say is spoilable... Actually, it's not even spoilable. Just the fact that like Obi-Wan totally could have killed... Which he never would kill Darth twice, Vader. Twice now. Right. Right. But he was just like really on See, the thing we, thing we knew going into this whole series is that they have to have it out again and Obi-Wan has to win. Right. Because that's the exchange that they have in the original Star Wars. Right. Last time I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. Basically, right. Vader saying like, okay, I've been waiting for you and I'm ready now and you're right. not going to punk me again. Yeah. Um, and it didn't really... It kind of came out of nowhere in the last episode because for most of the season, Obi-Wan is really feeble and not right. that good at this. Yeah. Um, but I guess he kind of like channels his passion. Right. Um, and it was one of the all-time great lightsaber duels in the entire Star Wars franchise. You think so? Oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, I, I, I don't have a good... Uh, you have a better reference for, for comparison there, but like... There's fewer of them than you might think. Yeah. Yeah. But it just seemed like every episode, the last like three episodes... They're like, okay, we're going to make Obi-Wan and him continually fight. Yep. Um, which I found was an interesting choice. Kind of was... an interesting like cat and mouse right. gimmick between the two of them. I also love that Jen and I laughed at him going to Kamel and being like, give me my word, give me your word that you're going to like get her home safe. And he's like, okay, like definitely. It's like, <laughs> are you sure you want the word of like a fake Jedi? Like and, a con like, man a, and a fake a Jedi. <laughs> and he was like, that's good enough for me. <laughs> And we were like, there's literally a plane full of people that have been protecting the Jedi for 10 years. Yeah. And you went with the one guy who did try to screw you. You really can't trust. Yeah. He just happens to be more famous than that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. And I'm pretty sure that was Ice Cube's son. Oh, it was. We discussed that. Okay. O'Shea Jackson Jr. He's really good. O'Shea? Yeah. He was in, uh, well, he was in uh, obviously Straight Outta Compton, but then he was in Ingrid Goes West. I think we talked about it one other time. Yeah, we did. He plays like... Aubrey Plaza's love interest in that. He's like incredibly charming. Yeah. I'd like nice. to see more of that guy. I think yeah. he's good. Yeah. Um, oh, and Pen15 Pen15. Yeah, but she was wasted in it. She was so small. In yeah. It. She was like, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> she had like three lines. Wade. Yeah. That's her whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was good overall. I, th- I think they're kind of toying with doing more, but they shouldn't. The story's really done. Yeah. Like you really can't push that too much further. No, never could have predicted that it would be like a Leia story and not right. a Luke story. But in hindsight, like... When we meet Luke in the first movie, he's under the impression that no adventure has ever happened to him. Right. And so they actually played it quite cleverly in the in the finale where he's like part of an action sequence, but the entire time he thinks he's running from a Tusken Raider. Right. And so they're pretty good at like disguising that whole story. Yeah. Um, and what did you think of her, Reva? Uh, the, the, the villain gal. I thought it was good. I just like didn't really buy that like she was... She had every opportunity, and then she just kind of was prevented by it and was like, I'm just going to bring him back home. Bit of conscience. Like, that was like, and they were like, okay, thanks. Like, yeah, well, and she, that she just like completely turns based on, uh, like, I guess a fit flashbacks. of conscience. Yeah. I think that they effectively compelled that she is not as evil as Vader right. without Which, her having to say it outright. Right. Which, and you could, you could tell that through the, like, the, she always was kind of having like these these flashbacks while she was like saying one thing and you, you could see in her eyes that she didn't love the fact that she had to do. Right. Yeah. 
She was good. I mean, she was good. It just like she was felt like a felt like a very. In the end, it was like that was she was a tool. Yeah, she well, look, like a, it was just about Obi Wan and Vader the yeah. whole time, and they were both really good. Um, like Vader was scary. They right. really effectively made him like quite a horror villain yeah. in in this series. I thought that was cool, and I liked the combo of like uh, Hayden Christensen's voice and uh, like yeah, I felt like James Earl James Earl ja- James Earl Jones. Yes, uh, that that combo was was kind of funny when the mask broke open. I watched a couple movies in part. I watched half of The Humans on Crave, which is this like play turned into a movie with Richard Jenkson, Jenkins and Amy Schumer and Beanie Feldstein. It's about a family oh. in an apartment in New York, and it seems very sad, and I didn't finish it. Okay. This is also a, a, a point of embarrassment for me. I only watched half of Do the Right Thing, and I really couldn't get into it. That's not a shocking statement. Like, it is a... It is a uh... It's a movie, but it's like a hard one to be like, I I love Do the Right Thing. There's not a lot of story happening, and I imagine it's going to take off, and I should probably give it another go. It's a lot of like watching it and just like letting your, your conscience do some... Sure, and I gather we're going in that direction, but right. there's not a whole lot of that happening in the first one either. Honestly, there's not a whole lot like in the... the it's not It's not super overstated, okay. and there's not like a very clear like beginning middle end that's what it seems like yeah yeah it's kind of just it's like a slice of here's a day i've watched four episodes of conversations with friends on hulu which is another book by sally rooney adapted to a tv show because i loved normal people so much and i guess i'm watching it now but it just is tragically missing something that that other show had it's very boring uh, and I watched the Bob Saget special with all the comedians. Yeah, how so. was that? It's okay. It's, it's actually sorry. kind of annoying. Yeah. Like, Jeff Ross is like, okay, I, I get what right. you are. And I know. Jim Carrey, too. He's kind of annoying. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, <laughs> we watched the Pete Davidson special because Jen thought it was going to be an actual Pete Davidson special. And I knew it was like, eh, I think it's going to be more like a variety show kind of yeah. thing. He calls people up and stuff. Yeah. Like, he he just has like a bunch of people in the back that he's yeah. like, all right, next up is this person. Right. But he does he does a pretty good set. Yeah. Like at the beginning, you should watch it. If not just for the first like 10 minutes of it. He's adopted this new way of talking, which I think has always existed in him, but it seems to have gotten more prominent where he just calls people his boys and his homies. You know what I mean? Like he's certain terminology that just like feels awkward coming yeah, from Pete. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he was maybe holding that back before. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you it's it's kind of funny. Like there's, I will. I like. I, Pete. I don't want to spoil anything for you. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was a decent. Uh, it was better than his like Amazon stand up special that he did. I don't think he's a great stand up. He's not, and he actually like in the you'll find it really interesting. He like clearly gets completely lost in a joke, and Ooh. he looks down, and I'm like, this is your special. You could have re recorded this part. Yeah, and he's clearly Checking just his phone. He's looking down at the floor, yeah. and he's like. He stumbles and then he like stares at the floor, like clearly reading huh. for like, it feels like 10 seconds. Yeah. And then kind of gets out of it. Oh, okay. It's weird. Yeah. That's very interesting. I don't know if he's lazy. I think maybe what he needs to be is an actor. Yeah. I, I don't know. Sure. Oh, I don't know if he's con- going to continue to pursue that, but I think he's a pretty good actor and he's a winning archetype. Right. But I don't know if he's a great comic and mm-hmm. he wasn't really good in sketches either. Right. Yeah. He'll be... Who knows what his what what lies? He ta- he talks about Kanye and stuff sure. too. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was like you have to. 
So that's all part of the Netflix is a joke festival. Where they yeah. like put out a bunch of stuff. Right. I haven't watched any of it actually. No, neither have I. I watched some of the John Stewart Mark Twain ceremony. I watched. How is that? Yeah, it's just most people like yeah. pumping his tires. <laughs> we like you. Yeah, it's what yeah. it is. It's an hour of we like you. Right. Anything else you've seen, or should we just talk about some news things? Um, Any other major life events? That uh, I actually feel like we've forgotten some. Oh, actually, I'm having triplets. No, I'm just um, Your life is over. It was funny because it's a type of pregnancy, singleton. Hmm. And I was like, what a, what a, what a I, silly word. I didn't realize that was what they called it. <laughs> yeah. It's just a singleton. In Sounds there. like an Alexander Payne movie. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Um, anything else I'm watching? No, I don't think so. Uh, the Boys has been oh, coming back. back. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not bad. Okay. I like kind of like what they're doing with it. Like I, I was almost bored like at the very beginning of The Boys, and mm-hmm. then I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, it loses at me, and then I come back to it. And you're a fan of Umbrella Academy, which is back. Yeah, it's back on Friday, I think. Yeah, probably tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah tomorrow. Um, yes, I am. I'm kind of pumped for that. The last season was really, really good. Good. Yeah. yeah I think it has definitely developed a, a cult following. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, a couple of things. Let's hear it. Actually, surprisingly little, but they are making a East of Eden TV series. Interesting. Significant that Zoe Kazan is like kind of helming this show because her grandfather, Elia Kazan, Hollywood legend, directed the movie with James Friggin Dean in oh. the 50s. One of three movies that James Dean was in is East of Eden. Wow. And so his granddaughter is making the TV series. And they've got Florence Pugh playing Kathy. Now, I read half of East of Eden. Okay. And then I kind of got distracted. And I still intend to finish that book because it was like going great. But the parts with Kathy are the best parts. Oh. She's like... A crazy villain. Like, oh, wow. definitely the scariest person I've ever read. What? Yes. Wild. Like, genuinely horrifying What's person. her name in it? Kathy. Yes, terrifying man. It's so scary. Ah! Uh, and Florence Mark. and Florence Pugh is good, but, like, this is all we know about the show. And so, knowing about the book, I find it interesting that they're, like, it's the new Florence Pugh show originally from John Steinbeck material. And Kathy's right. just, like, a side character in a part of the book. Yeah. So, I don't know if they're going to, like change it to be more kathy centric but i don't think they should make they shouldn't be too liberal with uh no, with john steinbeck? steinbeck no and they sh- yeah they shouldn't like try and turn her into an anti-hero who does like is a okay person who does bad things like right. kathy's a monster that's the point of the character right um kid harrington on board for a john snow game of thrones spinoff sequel series yeah that's interesting i guess he's like kind of been in on the deal from the ground floor like it's always been on his uh Cool. Yeah. So he's always, he signed some papers that said, if we want to spin this off. Is that a good y- thing? You down? Was he ever the best part of Game of Thrones? Uh, I don't know. People just want to get back into that world a little bit, I think. I guess. And then they might regret saying that they wanted to get back into that world. Not always. Sometimes last time, it works. Last time we uh, watched Game of Thrones was my wedding night. Oh, that's true. It was actually the day after. The day after, the, yeah. the day after for us was kind of a melancholy day where it was just like pouring rain and cold. And then we watched Game of Thrones finale, which was awful. You were disappointed. I watched Dear Evan Hansen after I got married. Right. <laughs> Why did we do that? Uh, we just got to stop watching things after yeah. we get married. Uh, Hunter Schaefer, who is Jules from uh, Euphoria, she's going to be in the Hunger Games prequel. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I'm excited to see her get more things. Yeah. Because uh, actually, she was really kind of benched in season two of Euphoria. The Hunger Games movies are, I think, did I talk about this recently? Yeah, we did. Oh, like they're kind of awesome. You talked about how you liked them. Yeah. I saw two of them, not four of them. Right. And I don't know if the book is, uh, the, the prequel book is thought to be good. Like, does it work without Katniss? I don't know. I don't know. I thought there was like a 
Yeah, so the, is this movie, it's all about, like, Donald Sutherland's character I guess. creating the Hunger Games, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to try and expand that EU. John Hamm and Juno Temple are going to lead Fargo in the next season. Cool. It's a good oh, combo. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Did you watch much much of that uh, show? I haven't watched it at all since no. the first season. And there were two other seasons that people said were really good. Who's the fella who runs that show that you like, though? He also did Legion. Anyway, it's the same guy. Uh, it's not the Coen brothers, yeah. but it's the same guy. Oh, my sister got a new job. It's oh. TV related. Cool. And it's kind of sweet. Yeah? Yeah. So she is the assistant to the showrunner on bong, bong, Law and Order Organized Crime. No way. <laughs> yeah. That's sweet. Isn't that cool? Yeah. So she uh, she knew the person who was doing this job before, and they got hired on just now as a writer. writer. Okay. So she's like, hopefully I can get in there. It's like she's kind of got her hands in like a bunch of different pots. I don't know if they're going to like be asking her questions and stuff. She was, but she was like, can't wait to spoil my niece. Cause I got law and order money. I was no like, kidding. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding? Network TV money. There might actually be something there. I, I hope so. Well, and I think probably it's pretty common for, and I think she's done similar jobs before, right? Like where you yeah. have these assistant jobs that hopefully will pave the way towards right. some kind of like creative in. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. she did that, that uh, that Tommy show with Edie Falco, which got canceled, which yeah. I was so surprised. Like a, a crime show with Edie Falco right. as a detective. I just kind of thought that was going to be like network, like CBS bait. And she's in the new show with Pete Davidson, isn't she? Edie Falco. There's a show with Pete Davidson? Yeah, he's doing a new show about Pete Davidson. Like what it's like to be Pete Davidson. Oh, like Louis C.K. Like style. Louis, yeah. yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Huh. All right. That's cool. Is that going to be his mom? I guess. It kind of makes sense. But again, like, how is this different from the King of Staten Island, which is about, like, Pete Davidson, except right. not, not famous. And then Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the Joker getting a sequel. That's Greenland. No. That's happening. <laughs> That's so Todd Phillips, Joaquin Phoenix, and Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Why? Why? Just really. I can't believe that Joaquin Phoenix wants to do that. That seems so averse to his whole artistic persona to do yeah. like a really money hungry sequel right of a comic book movie todd phillips just like be humble and go do hangover four <laughs> i'm just joking that's humble is it i'm just joking yeah um there was one th- oh speaking of hangover did you listen to the smart list with bradley cooper the b coops yeah what a good listen yeah he's really he's great. a great guest on everything and i have no idea how he continues to yeah. be he is a good great, great guest on everything i don't think he's capable of doing uh, an interview without getting like near tears though right because yeah. it was like that on armchair too it seems like it's, first of all it seems like he's everyone's fucking best friend yeah they all have this like really deep emotional connection with him totally and some kind of conversation comes up where they're where he's tearing like, up. Hey, heads up though, you actually changed my life. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. here's when <laughs> it like came out of nowhere. Well, and with Will Arnett, no less. Yeah, like, who's yes. really the clown on that show? He jokes more than anybody. Yeah. and when he gets serious with Bradley Cooper, yeah, the show gets sober, although good. Yes, yep. That yeah, and that was the whole point. Yeah, like that that he, it meant a lot coming from him. I thought that was a great listen. Yeah, yeah. what is he promoting? Oh, he's doing the Leonard Bernstein movie. Yeah, he's uh, who's a conductor. Yeah, I like don't know a, anything a famous about. conductor and yeah. maybe a, a composer as well. A pretty, right. pretty famous guy. I'm sure. But he's doing like words. like a lot of different parts of this guy's life. He says it's not a traditional biopic. It's a movie about his marriage. Right. And so it's, I don't know who else is in the movie, but he's directing it and he wrote it. It's like his next thing. Nice. Yeah. Be Goops. Mm-hmm. Killing it. Um, anything else? 
Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery. Yes, I did see that. Don't know what that means. Glass Onion. And who's in it again? Oh, gosh. Lots of... You can't put me on the spot like Sorry. Sorry, I know Catherine Hahn is in it. I know Ed Norton is in it. Yes. I know Kate Hudson is in it, which I remember because I remember thinking it should have been Kaylee Cuoco. She wanted that part. She didn't get it, and I kind of wish that she did get it. She did want it, though. Yeah. Okay. Um, Gosh, there's all kinds of people. Maybe Florence Pugh, now that I think about it. Interesting. Yeah, Yeah. I think she is. Yeah. God, she's such an ape girl. Yeah. She don't, don't you think that's deserved? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, sorry i didn't mean that in uh god like more pew now she more pew 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's our next podcast right right um no i think she uh she's deserving mm-hmm. i think she uh, sorry i'm like trying to figure out a way to finish the sentence i kind of worked myself into a hole anyways love forms that's really pew. okay uh, Zachary Levi and Gina Rodriguez going to make the next Spy Kids movie. Yeah, I think that's really a little scraping the barrel weird. now. All right, yeah, wait. yeah. Um, that's about it. They're making another big fat Greek wedding movie. Oh, interesting. That was an interesting moment in time. Whenever, it was. Everybody's mom loved that movie. Yes, and she was super famous for a little bit. Nia Vardalos or Varderos yeah. or so her whole trajectory is built around that story yeah she does like a one woman show yeah called my big fat greek wedding or something yeah. and then they adapted into a movie which was a total sleeper hit right although does anyone like still watch it is there like an enduring no. cult success for maybe that? there is among greek people maybe is it quotable like is it like mean girls and that like there's like a million things we say because of my big fat greek wedding i don't think so i feel like the word opa Really, you think got, that they invented that part? No, no, but it got it really. I feel like it it hit its peak right when that came out, and has kind of just maintained its peak. Maybe you're right. That's that's a big claim. <laughs> it is. You know what really landed Opa? I'm, I'm, My big fat Greek wedding. I'm pretty tired. <laughs> How are you doing with your sleep and everything and your schedule? Is it feeling natural? Good. I had a before my my first day. I had a night where I just like did not sleep at all because I was like, man, what's this gonna be like? Like, I don't even know like what to do with my stuff. Like, I don't even know what's happening. Um, so I actually like had zero. I was the most frustration I think I've ever felt, which. You, you've never I had point, insomnia before? This is your you. first experience, just not being just able to fall asleep? like fully being like, I cannot <clears throat> fall asleep. Well, and most insomnia is caused by the fear of getting insomnia. Right, right. Um, Which is why you find yourself counting the hours. Yeah, but since then, I've been all good. Great. All good, all set. Um, You're doing 12-hour shifts? Uh, 10 and a half hours. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not so bad. Yeah, so it's 7 a.m. to 5.30. That's a good schedule. Yeah. And four days a week. Four days a week. Yeah. Gee. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the fact that I wake up at like 5 a.m. to like get breakfast and get all set, which I don't have to do. I could do that at the station. Yeah. But I haven't quite tried working that in my routine yet. When I was getting up obscenely early, it was always my main goal to get out of the house as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because I remember my co-host would like have a shower and eat breakfast at home and like watch a show and then she'd come into work and like i need to get into my shoes and into my car right very quickly and i'll eat breakfast at work right that worked for me yeah yeah fair enough yeah i like that um so yeah yeah that's that's how it's been going again We'll ask me again next time we do the podcast. Yeah, what do you think our no pressure? What do you think our 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 new rhythm is going to be like scheduling wise? I'm like pretty flexible. Well, yeah, it's interesting. So I'm off next like Tuesday, 
and then not gonna lie like little bit of a struggle to to try to do like a nighttime one i'm actually gone this weekend pei yep um but i could do saturday mornings pretty often yeah maybe we do something like that usually pretty doable yeah like yeah maybe maybe we we try for for a week but then here's the thing i could get called for overtime Mm -hmm. and i i might take it might happen that morning yeah it probably, well, I mean, probably won't look like but. we've done this lots of times before like i'm never going to be frustrated that you're like i know we plan to do a pod but i can't do right. it that's fine that yeah, just yeah. means i don't have it's like n- not getting called into work it's like right. not that this is work but just right. being told that i don't have to be on tonight is right fine. sure yeah. okay gotcha don't worry about that all right i really want to go back to the theaters i've been having the bug yeah i kind of thought this would happen that like not that my attitude about covid has changed mm-hmm. um but frankly, a big part of my anxiety was like just not wanting to let it fuck up my wedding again. Right, and um, it didn't, and it didn't miraculously. Yeah. Not like it was, it was great. And I, that whole weekend, I didn't even really think about COVID, which was another like great, uh, refreshing retreat. Amazing. Um, but I'm still like as cautious as I ever was. Except now, I'm starting to want to go back to the movies, and I don't know if that's like the Top Gun movies are back right. uh, campaign uh, idea campaign. Yeah. Or if it's other things, I don't know if there's something else I want to see. Like, I can wait to see Downton Abbey. I can wait to see Bob's Burgers. There's right. something else I wanted to see. It's so weird that's a movie. Yeah, it's, it's coming on Crave really soon because they didn't do very well. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't want to see Jurassic Park. I actually have decided uh, I really don't want to see Lightyear. I, I, I've gone back and forth so much yeah, yeah. on whether or not I think that's like a cynical thing. And I, I do. Yeah. <laughs> You do think it's a cynical thing? Yeah, and, you, and it didn't and make any. Care. It didn't make any money, and it just seems well. And also, I think we've all had a, like the the wrong idea about what it is. So, I, or at least I'll speak for myself. I thought that the that the premise behind this movie is that Buzz Lightyear is like a a Neil Armstrong in the Andy universe, right? And that he was idolized by Andy, and they made merchandise out of Buzz Lightyear. And th- by the way, this is one of the adventures that guy had. Right? No. Andy just went to a movie, not unlike Star Wars, and the main character was called Buzz Lightyear. And then they had toys made of the main character, just like in Star Wars. Right. And so the whole existence of this movie is a celebration of merchandising, and so that feels utterly cynical. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I agree with that. Thanks, bud. I'm on board. Thank you. All right, I'll stop uh, talking your ear off. Um, Will Smith, a, a couple of different things going on with his, because we don't really know what's going to happen with his slate going forward, mm-hmm. but his movie Emancipation is delayed. Got it. Sounds right. Bright 2 is canceled. Bright 2. Remember Bright? Was a Netflix movie? Oh, yeah. Mm. They were making a sequel to that? They were. Yeah, they didn't have to. Speaking of Netflix movies, did you see Spiderhead? No. It seems like you would watch Spiderhead. Yeah. No, we haven't. We I, I noticed it on there, and yeah. I was like, oh, Spiderhead. Right. But now we've just been... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, there it is. Uh, I Am Legend 2, still on. All right. Still with Michael B. Jordan. Still with Michael B. Yeah. And we don't know about Aladdin, although I think there had, because Aladdin was such a huge commercial success. Yeah. I think they maybe thought they would try and do another one like of those a movies. Genie spinoff. Well, and maybe. Yeah. Because uh, he certainly like sold the first one. Right. We don't know if they're doing that anymore, but Guy Ritchie, who made that movie, is doing the Hercules movie. Guy Ritchie made yeah, the yeah. Aladdin movie? I know. I was surprised by that too. Huh. Yeah. Okay. It's a real pivot to go from like like violent to go from Guy Ritchie noir action to noirs to Disney Aladdin. musicals. I still haven't seen a lot. I haven't seen any of the live action. I movies. didn't like Disney Aladdin. Okay, I didn't think it was that good. I love Hercules in general. 
I think right. it's untouchable, but I mean, I, I've got to see what they're going to do. Did you like, you like the cartoon Aladdin though, right? Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's one of my favorites. No. No, but I do like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a favorite for me. Yeah. Anyway, so we don't know exactly how busy Will Smith's going to be. Okay, fair. Right. And that's why we never trust him. You never trust Will Smith. You just never know how busy he's going to be. Just don't gonna... trust him. We've been busy <laughs> too, to be fair. It's a hard schedule, yeah. yeah. But hey, you can trust us. Look, you can trust us to, to bring you the podcast when we're free. That's right. <laughs> Listen, you get what you pay for. And you paid for Will Smith. You paid for Will Smith. And he let you down. And that's why you don't trust him. Thank God we made it.